0: So today, before we begin our Easter service, I would just like to say a big thank you to all those who have listened to these services over the past few weeks, and to those who have written in to to express their appreciation, and to those who have shared them with others. And I also today just have to say an especially huge thank you to Tricia, our musical director, and to Will for his technical wizardry, because they have done something amazing. Our lovely choir have sung their parts and recorded them in their own homes, completely separately. And then this has been put together into an absolutely astounding choral anthem for the end of our service. So thank you, everybody who contributed to to that. And I just think it's amazing and a real miracle of a way to celebrate Easter. So thank you. Welcome everyone to our Easter Day service as we share together in our own homes, the joy of the resurrection. We begin by listening to Tricia singing the Exultet, a traditional hymn of Easter praise, sung today in English. Exalted means Rejoice. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, and also with you. Alleluia! Christ is risen! He is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Though separated, we have come together in spirit, in the name of Christ, to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and receive God's holy word pray for the needs of the world, and to seek the forgiveness of our sins, that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to the service of God. So let us pray. Lord of all life and power, who through the mighty resurrection of your Son overcame the old order of sin and death, to make all things new in him, grant that we being dead to sin and alive to you in Jesus Christ, may reign with him in glory, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be praise and honour, glory and might, now and in all eternity. Amen. So we sing our first hymn, number 205, Jesus Christ is Risen Today. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil, and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. And may the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us, so let us celebrate the feast, not with the old leaven of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, once raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. In dying he died to sin once for all. In living he lives to God. See yourselves, therefore, as dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who sleep. For as by man came death, by man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Now we listen to our first reading.
1: The Old Testament reading is from Jeremiah, chapter 31, verses 1 to 6. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love, therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again I will build you, And you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: And now we sing hymn 216, The Day of Resurrection. <laughs> Alleluia, alleluia. I am the first and the last, says the Lord, and the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive for evermore. Alleluia. Now we hear our Gospel reading.
1: The Gospel reading is from John, chapter 20, verses 1 to 18. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory be to you. one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? "'Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, "'Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, "'and I will take him away.' "'Jesus said to her, Mary.' "'She turned and said to him in Hebrew, "'Rabboni,' which means teacher. "'Jesus said to her, "'Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father.' But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you,
0: O Christ. May my words be in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Back when the special measures to contain the Covid-19 pandemic were first announced, it seemed almost inconceivable that churches could be closed for Easter and we would be worshipping in our own homes. This has been reflected in some politicians' anxiety to end the lockdown in their countries by Easter, or at least to allow some churches to reopen despite the risks. It's a very strange situation and a painful one. But as we read today's Gospel reading, it seems to me that our situation this year is actually closer to that first Easter than we might realise. The disciples, after Jesus' crucifixion and the hurried disposal of his body in a borrowed tomb, are terrified. They're trapped at home on Easter morning, in fear of their lives, not because of a virus, but in the very real belief that Jesus' death would be followed by the arrest and condemnation of his followers. They're out of communication with each other, reliant on different reports from those members of their fellowship who are still out and about, and not quite sure what is true and what might be hysteria or fake news. When Mary Magdalene first sees the stone rolled away, she assumes that someone has removed the body of Jesus, not dreaming for a moment that he has risen from the, de- from the dead. Even when she meets him, there in the garden, she doesn't recognise him at first. And when he speaks to her, and she realises that it really is Jesus, she still doesn't really understand. She thinks he's back, that everything is okay again, The last few terrible days can be wiped out and they can go back to the life they lived before. Perhaps that's why that poignant moment when Jesus has to gently detach her and say, do not cling to me, has evoked so many works of art. Because Mary doesn't understand at that point that actually there is no going back, that this is not a return to the life they lived before but a door open into a future that she cannot even imagine. The happiness she feels at seeing Jesus alive again is not why we celebrate Easter. We celebrate Easter because it changes everything forever. None of the disciples were prepared to realise the deep truth of what was happening on that darkly confused Easter morning Even when Jesus appears to them in the room where they were hiding from the authorities, even as as he spends the next 50 days with them, in his new, strange, sometimes there and sometimes not sort of presence, they still don't understand. It takes ascension and Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit before it starts to make sense. And they begin to realise what the new world of following Jesus might look like. Easter is a beginning, a germination in the darkness. Easter is exactly where we are, afraid perhaps, beginning to see that things can never simply go back to the way they were before, understanding for the first time perhaps why suffering and weakness are parts of life as important as strength, and how joy can push its way through even the darkest soil. It's not a new revelation to the disciples, even though they were living through the resurrection for the first time. Because God has played out that same story of redemption before, for them and for us, in lesser ways before. When he led the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt, in the Passover, whose celebration is happening as the background to Jesus' death and resurrection. When he promised them through the prophets that one day there would be... An anointed one, a Messiah, who would lead them into a different, fairer, and juster world. When Jeremiah prophesies to the people who've been dragged away into exile, and he reminds them of their past and of his and of God's faithfulness to them in previous times of struggle, he says, "The people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him." from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love, therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. And through Jeremiah God makes promises to them for a future that they can only dimly imagine, a time when their present exile will be over and they will once more be able to get on with their lives, work, have fun and worship in their ancestral places. Again, he says, you shall take your tambourines, and go forth in the dance of the merry-makers. The planters shall plant, and shall enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day, when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim, Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. The promise was, to the people of God in time of exile, To the disciples huddling in fear on that first Easter day, and to us too, standing on the edge of a future we can't clearly imagine yet. All we know is that, over and over, God has shown his faithfulness, and helped his people to start again. And that on this strange Easter day, the promise is more alive than ever before. Amen. Alleluia! Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia! Alleluia! The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. Let's greet one another with a sign of peace, whether we can see each other or not. As now we sing hymn number 212, Now the Green Blade Rises. say the creed together and remind ourselves what it is that we believe i believe in god the father almighty creator of heaven and earth i believe in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy spirit born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified died and was buried he descended to the dead on the third day he rose again He ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting, Amen. So let us pray. In joy and hope, let us pray to the Father that our risen Saviour may fill us with the joy of his glorious and life-giving resurrection. We pray to the Father. Hear our prayer. That isolated and persecuted churches and all churches which are closed may find fresh strength in the good news of Easter. We pray to the Father. Hear our prayer. That God may grant us humility to be subject to one another in Christian love. We pray to the Father. Hear our prayer. That he may provide for those who lack food or work or shelter, especially those suffering through the effects of lockdown. We pray to the Father. Hear our prayer that by his power, war and famine may cease through all the world, we pray to the Father. Hear our prayer. That he may reveal the light of his presence to the sick, the weak and the dying, to comfort and strengthen them. And especially at this time that he will be with those who face sickness and death, separated from those who love them, we pray to the Father. Hear our prayer. That according to his promises, all who have died in the faith of the resurrection may be raised on the last day. We pray to the Father. Hear our prayer. That he may send the fire of the Holy Spirit upon his people, so that we may bear faithful witness to his resurrection. We pray to the Father hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, you have delivered us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your Son. Grant that, as his death has recalled us to life, so his continual presence in us may raise us to eternal joy, through Christ our Lord. Amen. We'll say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, Now we sing our final hymn, number 218, Thine Be the Glory. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us new life and hope. He has raised Jesus from the dead. God has claimed us as his own. He has brought us out of darkness. He has made us light to the world. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Today's anthem is Hake Deus by Samuel Webb. It's sung by members of the Harptree Choir and Friends. who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant make us perfect in every good work to do his will working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia.